Hey Gary, welcome to the show. And guys, you're listening to the second episode, season six of the Teen Whisperer Show, a podcast for podcasters. And I can see a cat on Gary's shoulder, which is super awesome. I really like said the cat also joined our podcast. And uh, please, Gary, introduce, please introduce yourself and your podcasting area so far with your cat included and his name. I would really love to hear about. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. First of all, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm Carrie Caulfield, Eric. I'm the founder of Yaya Podcasting, and I. I host uh, a few podcasts, uh, called, one called Just Podcasting, one called Fairy Pod Mother, and the other, the podcast editor's mastermind. So obviously, mm-hmm. I do a lot with podcasts. Um, the cat is Butters, and he loves to join me anytime I am in front of the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I call him my pod cat. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, but my my business really focuses mm-hmm. on audio production for podcasters, mm-hmm. and I do coaching, consulting, educating with podcasters, brands, mm-hmm. and anybody serving podcasters um, mm-hmm. in business. So wow, yeah, that, I do that's all really the things. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just checked out your uh, you know website, and I saw a lot of things like one-on-one consultation, mentoring, and all of the gigs and all of that. So before entering into the actual, you know, discussions relating to the topics that I want to talk with you regarding podcasting, um, any idea like, you know, I mean, like, I just want to know why you started this, like, you know, what's the spark that actually made you start this podcasting journey? Oh, that is a very good question, (laughs) (laughs) which everybody says, I'm sure. Uh, So I started a scrapbooking podcast in 2014. Um, it was not on my to-do list. It was something a friend had suggested to me when our favorite podcast required, uh, retired. And she said, Carrie, you should do that. And I don't know why she said that, but I said, yes, I was in a place where I could. And I said, yes. And I just, and I loved it. I just wanted to talk about it, everything and talk to people I would never be able to talk to. Um, otherwise my favorite designers and things like that. Um, so I did it and it was really hard, (laughs) but it was also very worth it because I found my voice. I became more, um, assertive and not in a bad way, but I became more assertive for things like advocating for my son who has autism. So it's able to like, before, before I was terrified of like public speaking and all of a sudden I was able to step into that spot, speak up for myself, speak in front of people, not be afraid to ask tough questions. Um, and that was huge for me as a, as a mom, um, just as a person, not being able to fra- not being afraid of having difficult conversations and then being extremely curious, right? So it just kind of like woke me up. And I was like, if that if it can do that for me, and, and I didn't think I was anything kind of special person, if it can do that for me, maybe it can do it for others, except for it's really hard to do it all by yourself. It's really hard. So can I take what I know and help others do it? My podcast, my first podcast uh, was very successful. It ranked in the top 100 um, on the charts. Yeah. So I was like, can I take what I learned and then help others do it? And that kind of led me on this journey to where I am now. 
Wow, wow, that's nice. You know, uh, just one curious question is that I saw your Instagram. Like, I mean, like you had thousand hundred and six thousand six post. I guess probably I must have uh, checked it. So in that, I saw one person where there'll be a video which mentioned like you know, uh, I just started my podcast and I'm down for two weeks. Uh, and uh, how can I get more downloads? Something like related to question like that. And that person will be smiling like nice, next nice question. Can you ask me the next question? It will be like a small video, like a funny video. You can definitely check that out. I mean, thousand posts you must have probably forgot it, but it was like that. So, any tips that you want to give to those people who are just started out? Now, now you mentioned that your first podcast itself was successful, but not many people would have, you know, had the success in the first podcast itself. So, any tips that you wanted to, uh, you know, tell them how to actually keep on going rather than getting stuck in uh, one particular place for that for those numbers or of any other sort of matter. Well, first of all, you know, define your own success, right? <laughs> For me, while my first podcast appeared very sex- successful and like ranked on the iTunes uh, charts, I also didn't have a lot of time to enjoy the success at all, right? <laughs> I was doing everything I could just to keep up and put out a show every week. Um, so it didn't feel successful at the time. Um, so try to get that production process under control before you start really pushing on growth because you want to be able to enjoy the success. So find ways to make production easier for you, make templates for everything that you repeat, um, use automation as much as possible. So like when you're interacting with guests or anything like that, anything, any step that you ever repeat, just like running a business, you put it on autopilot. So you're not bogged down in tasks that aren't low value. If you can find somebody to do the podcast editing, the audio production piece, because most podcasters, that's not their skill set, right? And you can use places like Fiverr or Upwork, or you can come to me and ask if I know anybody who can find an editor in your specific budget. And it's okay not to have a huge budget, but if you can offload the pieces that don't work for you, you're going to be more successful. Um, And then go to where your community is, right? Who are your people? Who are the people that you want to listen to your show? So have an idea of that ideal uh, listener. And podcasting is so much like business. So anything in business, anything that applies to business applies to podcasting. So know your target audience and then find where they are. Where do they hang out? Go there, interact with them. Don't wait for them to come to you. So, and yeah and start building that community right and the the one of the things that i did with my first podcast is like six months before i even launched it i was talking about it at community events so people were waiting for it right they had already like checked out the website they were already like signing up to the newsletter they were already doing these things in preparation of the uh receiving the actual content yeah so yeah, I guess the pre-launch stuff actually really matters a lot because while I was starting out, I didn't actually know I was starting a podcast at all. All I all I did was uh, I was heartbroken at my final year and my undergraduate. I just want to talk to someone to know that whether they're heartbroken or not. That's how it started. I didn't actually start out uh, as a podcaster. I would say just a guy who loves misery. You know, misery loves companies. <laughs> that's the way I started. But 
down the line i re- re- you know learned that the art of talking to someone how exactly it means like you know how to make the guest uh, you know bring out their qualities and what are the stuff that they want to do and all the business aspect that they want to promote and everything so that's when i uh, you know at least i think from 30 episodes i would say that's how i kind of learned then only i kind of converted my podcast into this uh, the teen whisperer show the podcast for podcasters that's how it's all come converted and i i really missed a chance for the pre launch uh, i mean like now i don't have any email list or anything at all but i have good amount of listenership uh, to know that people are sometimes dm me asking questions about podcasting and uh, you know uh, like you said finding community probably means to go to a place or tons of groups like you know you texted me on the independent podcast conference group so we can you know chat there so yeah i guess i guess the community place is something that people it's it's really easy to find but i think people are really lazy to do it uh, i think i think so i mean like me included guilty uh, yeah, still I, i mean yeah well it's a the trick is to find a way that where it works for you so um with my business for instance i spent an hour a day on social media and when i first launched my business i at least an hour a day to be helpful and engage with the community that i was hoping to serve right <laughs> i didn't have a ton of clients and nobody knew who i was really but uh but i i i was there and i showed up and i was as helpful as possible um and and i think it is like putting the social back in social media is like super critical, right? You have to be and I know where a lot of us are introverts and we just want to talk about what we want to talk about, right? But but it's taking that extra step step and pushing yourself outside your comfort zone that it pays off. Mhm. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. You know, just to follow up on the topic which you mentioned there, you know, community and all that stuff. Uh for example, if you are a podcaster who's just starting a pod who just had great success in your podcasting and you want to get leads, like you actually give out a free audit for your podcast. It's mm-hmm. uh, one way of the funnel that you use to, you know, get leads and conversions. Um so if you're someone uh that's, you know, uh, been the, been down the line for, you know, 3 to 5 years in podcasting and they want to start as a coach, like what you're doing right now, and they're just putting out something like um in a facebook group or somewhere asking like if you want a free consultation for 30 minutes and that to help you out how to actually make that person believe that this is a good coach apart from the social media content that they have put out there apart from the people that you helped so far that still stand out like like if you are there and another person is posting the same thing people need to choose i mean like of course it's if it's free they can go for 100% that's obvious <laughs> but the time matters uh, i mean half an hour for someone who's earning $100,000 a month is different from person who's earning $100 you know it differs so how do people choose like how to position yourself as a great coach at the start i think it comes down to really building relationships right i and i think this is a a people business so i think it is if i'm going to pick the person that i've seen before helping other people and i you know and not to be repetitive but i really do think that part's super critical and like i get facebook ads all the time you and i'm sure you do too yeah. <laughs> simply by what we do right it's launch your podcast start your podcast make $30,000 with your pot um i don't know those people i've never heard of them um so what people tend and i get the feedback all the time is like you've been so helpful um here or i heard you 
on this podcast and you were so helpful and it like um usually you'll say something or do something that resonates with somebody right your people will find you that's not saying there aren't colleagues of mine who aren't fabulous right and i learn from them um and you know people may choose them over me but <laughs> but your people will hear you talk they will see you out in public you'll see you showing up and they'll be like that that's the person that i need to learn from well. so I don't know if that's a good answer to your question, like how to distinguish yourself. No, no, I, I think I think it's really resonates because, um, you know, like when I have conversations with, you know, the people that, you know, uh, I kind of think myself as a podcast mentor, like in the inter in the middle level, like people who are just starting out because definitely I'm not a competitive <laughs> anything as such. Uh, so, you know, when people ask me, like, you know, I just tell them like where to start, you know, the hosting platforms, how to position yourself and all that stuff that's happening. And sometimes they, after that, they will call at sometimes, you know, they will text, you know, asking what to do and what not to do. So I've been doing this for three to four people. Now, I, I didn't actually have them as my clients right now. I'm just doing this for free. But they have actually kind of uh, referred to me to two to three people uh, saying that this guy is really great. You can just go and check out his content, you know, do that. So I think it's not easy to do that people stuff because sometimes you get really angry because when people ask you so much small questions, it's like, why can't they go and figure out themselves? I mean, like, but yeah. still, if they can't figure that out, I mean, like, they, why would they even come to you? But that's the case that, you know, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when, so you'll get the same questions over and over again, and that's where having a template response comes in handy. The other thing you can do to um, really kind of stand out is have that content like on your website right because then you can just refer them to an article and then you're putting them in your ecosystem and it's much easier for them to be like oh i'm just gonna get a consult and see how much like how we can work together and how i can pay you for this expertise so um and one of the things with my free audits i do a lot of free audits um and about 50 percent will convert to actually some sort of paid coaching or some sort of like product purchase. Like I have courses and, and, you know, do it yourself kind of things. Um, but I also have like a lot of the information already there. And so there's so much, like, I just say a lot of the same things over and over <laughs> again. Right. So I do have those templates built out. So it saves me time. And then I can spend more time doing the things that I, I, I enjoy more. Yeah, essentially. yeah. That's great. Actually, I kind of need to take the advice because I'm just building out my, I mean, like revamping everything on my website. I'm just trying to put out on all the stuff. So I guess I probably create the template that itself, like frequently asked questions, like what mm -hmm. is the best podcast hosting platform? So obviously there are different answers in different websites, but still it's everyone's perspective in their own website, uh, I guess, probably. Um, so just uh, coming on to this one stuff that's been popping so bad. I mean, like not bad in a sense, like so much on all the social media as this clubhouse. <laughs> I, I mean, like you just mentioned one of your posts that you had you got seven invites, I would say, I think in your recent Facebook post, yes. I saw that uh, I am actually an Android user and I really hate people posting about it because I can't oh. get on to that. So please tell me what is this? How can it help podcasters? Any tips on that? Uh, so, okay. Full disclosure. I hate my iPhone. Okay. I, the only reason I have it is because right at the start of the pandemic, I broke my Android in some, you know, catastrophic uh, 
it was pretty impressive um but completely made it unusable i had to get a phone like immediately the only one i could find was an iphone um so yeah that's why i have an iphone i don't really like it okay i'll google assistant any day over siri so um i do get and i wish that clubhouse was on android um however clubhouse is like for those of us who are older clubhouse is like party lines so and if you don't know what a party line was years ago you could call a phone number and chat with just random people um it's like a group of random people like a conference call and you know like a friday saturday night you didn't have anything else to do you could go call the party line and hang out um it's it's like a mix of that it's a mix between that and like a traditional podcast right so you usually have a host um and maybe some co-hosts and they have like the floor and then you have odd you know people in the quote-unquote audience and you can invite anyone to come to the floor and speak right so it's a lot it's very conversational um i you know i don't know how it helps podcasting other than um maybe you're interacting with people that wouldn't normally listen to a podcast and then um you practice your public speaking skills essentially and you can get maybe ideas like you you can hear from people what they're interested in kind of thing i think the clubhouse has done a fabulous job marketing on scarcity and exclusivity um but you know as somebody who like has to do all the things in business i feel like oh my god how do people have all this time to be on clubhouse right yeah. <laughs> like all these there's so many rooms that like make a million dollars kind of thing and i'm like if you're sitting here on clubhouse for like six hours how you making a million dollars <laughs> so i think in a lot of ways it's just totally overrated mm -hmm. um and not totally unnecessary for podcasting right it's just audio social media yeah yeah that's it <laughs> well that really makes me so cool because you know i was i was really freaked out i mean like when people like you know posting all this stuff like clubhouse is the next thing like you know like what facebook was like what linkedin was what instagram was i mean like okay fine it's if it's the next thing i mean like why isn't even on an android phone the number of users of the android is the hugest thing they, they are the large number of users on the entire world so i mean like why isn't on there okay fine if you're an iphone user if you're rich that's fine if it's like you know but when people put that put that out it's like uh i i actually thought it's like kind of giving out tips and tricks you know having conversations uh so live podcasting if that's what you know i read in one of the articles it's like live podcasting when people so i was like don't compare it to the podcasting i mean like people who doesn't have an android phone really hate you because if you compare it to the podcasting <laughs> how can they even see that so i mean like this got yeah. me calm down a little bit <laughs> so yeah. yeah don't worry about it i mean it's like it's either gonna stick around or it's not the the you know, the early adopters are all making money like they're using it as a funnel for their stuff right um they're fun like you can go and like talk to podcasters that's fun but it's not i don't think it's a you know 
you know, it's like you know, everybody was crazy about Snapchat for the longest time. What? Why don't you Snapchat? I'm still fine, right? Or TikTok? I don't. Uh, you know, I play with TikTok. I look at TikTok, but I don't make any money from TikTok. It doesn't give me any podcast listeners, right? So. Yeah, you because know. you know, actually, uh, India just banned TikTok. Like it was banned around like six to you know five six months ago because uh, it was taking the data and all of the stuff. And oh, uh, when yeah. Reels came in, like you know, they kind of uh, came in and launched and all that stuff. But the only thing that I found out is that uh, like every single time when someone when a new like all of a sudden it's like in you know, an app or software website is coming on with an entertainment purpose. It kind of shifts entirely into a business purpose. I've seen yes. tons of apps like Instagram or Facebook. It's like entirely turning into a business one. TikTok was like people who are just dancing, putting dog videos, cat videos, and all of that stuff. All of a sudden, they found reasons like you know, if you are having a dog, if you want this food, uh, click the link, then go on to that. All of a sudden, it's changing into business and every single stuff. So sometimes it's really I'm getting jealous. Like how can people find ways to you know monetize all of a sudden? But it's really hard. I mean, like everyone has their own struggles in their way. But yeah, I, I think that's uh, one of the points that people actually have to look at in many ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think like advertisers are just going where their audience is, right? Of course, they're gonna advertise on dog videos because dog owners are gonna, you know, watch those dog videos, right? So they want to get in front of those eyes. Uh, But yeah. (laughs) So you know, just a couple of things that I want to ask is that this is something that I actually want to discuss, um, like way before when I started podcasting. So this is podcast analytics. Like many podcasters who actually you know start they get stuck on this numbers like you know this is the number of listens or downloads or whatever it is i mean like everyone has their own goals like you know finding out um uh like you know number of listens or you know or even they think that getting clients from that podcast is actually their major goal but my question here is uh what is actually the tools that are available to you know properly analyze how your podcast is working in the perfect niche so i'll just tell you one small reason why is that uh, I was taking a LinkedIn post and I found this tool called chartable.com. Mm-hmm. So it's actually tells the charts of where and all that stuff. So I went there and checked out my podcast and I don't even know why, but my podcast was ranked as number two in the business uh, place in a country called, in a country in South America. Okay. I have no idea why did that happen? I seriously have no idea why, because that really made my mind like, Oh my God, number two. But I actually removed that stuff from the moment, the second I saw it, because I know it would definitely come down <laughs> for some reason. And it came down to seven and it went five. So it was like that. Then I just stopped checking out those numbers because it would really freak me out. I mean, like it might even stop me from doing the episodes if the, you know, the charts come down. But yeah, that's the reason. But tell me some tools how to check out the analytics and all that stuff. Well, Charitable is certainly an option. But I think the best tool you have is if you have a podcast host um, like Libsyn or uh, Blueberry, even Anchor. So these companies are what we call IAB certified. And that basically gives you really accurate stats. And I think Chartable might be IAB certified, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, But um. And, and it's stats are hard in podcasting also because of user privacy, right? So they, we can't know everything. We can get a general idea. So that's one thing to keep in mind. You're only getting a general idea with your stats. 
they are getting better. But and I think really just using the stats related to your podcast is pro or your podcast hosting service is probably best um, because they're aggregating everything. And then I would look at just trends. Are you trending up or are you trending down? Because if you're trending down, there's a problem. So look over you know month to month. And don't check your stats every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I'm guilty of that. Your... Yeah. First thing in the morning, yeah. I do that. <laughs> yes. Do not do that. That's a bad habit. It is, it's, it serves no purpose. Like really, it does not give you an idea of what is actually happening. And the other thing to know is that performance is measured. You know, if you're thinking about sponsorship, if you're thinking about, um, you know, going after advertisers, Performance is measured per episode per 30 days, right? So if you're looking at your stats every day, you're not going to even have an idea of that number because you're going to, your head's going to be filled with numbers, right? <laughs> so look at those a month, that monthly performance and, and see how things are going. And the only reason I, you know, other than that, other than looking and see whether, you know, are, are people liking my content or are they like, you know, not sticking with me and the numbers are dropping. Other than that, the only reason I use stats are for media kits, right? If I'm, and I, and I do this for clients too, like don't pay attention to your numbers other than are people, you know, continually consuming your content are, are they not liking your content and unsubscribing? Otherwise for media kits, that's the only other time I use stats. And then that's that per episode per 30 days average. Um, and then also your social media and a lot of podcasters forget this, but your social media stats are important as well. If you want to get something like advertisers and all your profiles, your personal profile, if you have a co-host, all their profiles. So we aggregate all this together to figure out what our audience is, because while we have podcasts. People consume our content in different ways. And you know this, right? It's, you know, that micro content, um, those small little bites you put on Instagram, those people who are consuming it are part of your audience. Don't ignore them, right? And so don't ignore their stats. So, but don't get hung up on stats. <laughs> get hung up on trends. Don't get hung up on stats. You know, what are your stats doing over time? Not like, Oh my gosh, I lost a follower today. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, the followers, like, you know, everyone is using bots. Everyone is using some random stuff these days. Uh, so I guess, uh, like you said, one of my metrics I always use is that if I could, you know, get some, get, get a client by listening to someone listening to my content, you know, to create micro content videos for them from podcasting or whatever it is, you know, I have a team of people to work on that. So when I get someone like that, then that's probably a win for me. Then that's probably the conversion that I wanted. Yes. So you're actually right. I kind of check every single morning when I wake up, I go to my hosting platform and I check it and I, I, I don't know why I feel really guilty right now. So I think because... <laughs> Like, uh, you know, I saw this video, like, you know, if you wake up and see the first thing in the morning, so, you know, your mobile or something, like it will go straight to alert mode, uh, your, uh, your mind rather than going in a normal way. So I guess I have to stop that and this as well. So thanks for the tip. I would definitely <laughs> not yeah. skip from No, this. wake up in the morning, step out in the sunshine and, <laughs> yeah. and, and like bask in the sun first before you look at your stats. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
anyway, it's easy to feel guilty, uh, you know, about things. But when you know better, you do better, right? So I would say don't feel guilty at all. Just, you know, do better. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so, Kerry, just a couple of questions before closing the podcast is that. Uh, so is it morning or evening there? Uh, what time is it actually there? Uh, it is morning. It's, it's almost 11 o'clock in the morning. Morning. Great. Uh, so it's actually an out-of-the-box question to one uh, of my guests. So who was actually the last person that you made smile yesterday? Uh, probably my husband. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's nice. <laughs> that's yeah. Actually- uh yeah so we are a very laughy family we like to you know joke with each other and everything so smile and laughter is very important in my yeah, house yeah, yeah. Well, i think it's the most important thing in the world itself so you're really lucky that you know you're kind of having that wow that's great that's great so one final question before closing is that um what would you actually give as the best tip in the whole world according to you for a podcaster to grow. Now, one big disclaimer is that this shouldn't be found online. This is the- Okay. <laughs> okay. Cuz I feel like I say everything online, I just nobody listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, and actually this isn't something I have said so much. Um it, it's stop skipping 50 steps ahead of where you are. Right? be where you are, right? So um, oftentimes podcasters skip over, new podcasters skip over very simple steps. Like put your podcast URL in your social media profiles. Make sure everybody knows that you have a podcast, right? Because if they there's nothing to click on and nowhere to go, nobody can listen. So, and, and meanwhile, people are thinking about like Instagram strategy and Facebook and I'm like, but I, I can't find, I can't, how do I listen? (laughs) So, and and be okay with being where you are, right? Podcasting is a long game, but that would be my advice is just, you know, slow down, take it one episode at a time, make sure you got the foundations, right? And I do say that in different ways all the time, but I think... I think it's so important to remind new podcasters because don't get caught up in the the shininess of like people have been doing it for six years because they've been through all of it. They've got it together. Um, you know, don't worry about the the fancy toys. Just get those foundations right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, people get really stuck, uh, like you mentioned, you know, uh, like they have been doing it for so long. I can't even do it for a week or two. That's when uh, people actually get, I mean, like it's, it's a lot of effort, like you mentioned. I mean, like, you know, getting yourself up, talking to someone, uh, you know, halfway around the world, you are somewhere, I'm somewhere. So it's really a lot of work and uh, it actually should mean a lot to spend half an hour of time. So yeah, that's, I'm really grateful for. Uh, so any question that you have for me uh, to ask anything at all? Uh, so what is your definition of success for your own podcast? Um, so two things, uh, when it comes to, uh, my personal like satisfaction success is I would say if someone DMs me asking a question about podcasting, um, obviously, you know, mostly new starters for starting podcasts or someone who's in the intermediate level want to make money. So that's number one. And number two is probably if I get clients, if I can convert them, you know, um, obviously, you know, saying about my services in a proper way, not in a saying that, hey, I do this. Do you know why? <laughs> you know, this is my service, not in that way. 
So if I do that, uh, then these are two main things because it was really hard to find these two to make sure that I kind of, uh, you know, want to know, I do want to do these things, but yeah, this is my uh, definition of success. I would say it's measurable. So it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? I heard nothing about stats in there. I only yeah. heard about people <laughs> and engagement. Yeah. So yeah. Well, okay. That's really great. So if in case people want to find you and your amazing services, where can people find you? Uh, please tell, let, let us support. No order. You can go to yayapodcasting.com and that's where you can find, you know, everything I do. You can connect with me on social media. You can listen to all my podcasts. Uh, so just one place to, you know, get everything you need to know about me. <laughs> Uh, and you also have a lot of courses so definitely guys i will link everything in the description that one link is enough to find everything that you need for that uh it's a kind of a full-on package so you got guys can definitely uh find that out and uh yeah thank you so much carrie for uh you know hopping onto the show it really means a lot thanks for spending your time and effort and thanks to the cat as well <laughs> for getting angry in the middle uh that really means a lot so guys, thank you so much for listening and I will link everything in the description like I mentioned before and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you.